This is The Bullpen on 1027 ESPN with Patrick Osborne and Brandon Elkins. Opinions are welcome at 512-834-1027. Thursday, we made it. Welcome to The Bullpen, my friends. Yeah! Thursday. Patrick Osborne and Brandon Elkins with you for the next hour. Thursday's a good day. Thursday is a good day. One day away from the big one. Exactly. Got to make it we through. Know, we know what tomorrow. Got to power through Friday. That's right. That's right. Friday and Saturday. This is pretty much the days I live. Tomorrow will be bittersweet, but that's okay. Because it's Friday. Because it's Friday. Well, for other reasons. Never bittersweet. Fridays are always good. But uh, you know, yeah. I guess that's a perspective thing. Yes. So, how, how are you? How are you today? Uh, you sir? know, doing all right, hanging in there. It's just been a, been a busy day of work. Up so, since two o'clock, huh? So, like right around the time I fell asleep. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, closing out my day with uh, some sports talk. It's always a nice, nice yep. way to end things because this is my final hour of my lengthy work there. Yeah. For some reason, I uh, I swayed off sports a little bit today in pre- in preparation and uh, got d- a little distracted by Kanye West on Infowars. That was um, interesting. He was, he was on Infowars. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's interesting. down and on Infowars. And it was, I lasted about 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, that's enough of that. Interesting. How, He's how, wearing a literal ski mask. Is he? So you can't see his face. <laughs> Just two eyes and a mouth. Is this supposed to be scary? I don't know. I think... I saw. Never mind. We won't have to get too into that. Interesting. It was, uh, yeah, just it was a it was a quick distraction on my day today that was quite interesting. Well, for about 30 seconds. You know, distractions <laughs> are good sometimes, especially if it's been a negative day. Yeah. Uh, Sorry to mention that. You know who it's a negative day for? Apparently, Antonio Brown. You heard about this. I mean, I feel like every day is a negative day for that guy. He's always getting into something. Well, his name does rhyme with clown. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you almost made me spill my coffee, man. Oh, man, I almost Trying did. to discreetly have some coffee over here. I almost got you there. Uh, ah. An arrest warrant issued for a former NFL wide receiver, Antonio Brown, facing a domestic violence accusation stemming from a, a, some... Uh, an apparent incident that took place on the 28th of this month involving the mother of his children. Uh, this was initially reported by Fox 13 there in Tampa. The police report... Uh, let, <laughs> look, I shouldn't laugh at this. The clown? Right? Well, that's funny, too. <laughs> that's actually really good. Uh, but no, Brown apparently threw a shoe at this woman. Hit her in the ponytail. What? <laughs> that's the assault? That's, the that's why he got arrested? <laughs> Now she was like, well, I think he was trying to throw it at my head, which I think is a oh, safe assumption. He, he almost succeeded, too. But uh, according to... Is this to, like a knife-sharp shoe or something? Like, I don't know. What's going on here? Reminiscent of the old George Bush era. Uh, Remember that when see, they threw the shoe at him? This is one where I want to defend the uh, accusee at well, this point because that seems a little much. Just because it... I know because it's of who and because of who it is. He wasn't a quarterback. I mean, so, look... You know. Shoes are, are way about like a pound or two. I mean, you want to wear? I, I wear these wingtips, and they're pretty heavy. Okay, yeah, I'm not. I, I shouldn't try and justify it. You should not do that. That is bad. Bad news all around. I'm not trying to justify it. Just, yeah, it's just, it seems like a silly reason to get arrested. Yeah, well, but so, you know, with his track record, you know, he can't get in trouble. I assume so. Here's the, the 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 Tampa police report says the suspect exited the res- residence and threw a shoe at the victim, striking her in the ponytail. Which I still have a hard time saying without smiling. (laughs) Um, The victim had no injuries, but weird detail. But believe the shoe was meant for her head, which I mean, that's typically where ponytails are, right? Yeah. Unless it's on an actual pony, and then it's the tail. The suspect would not open the door or come outside to speak with officers. 
And then the report follows up saying the suspect also during the incident attempted to issue an informal eviction to the victim. And then it goes on to say he locked himself inside the house where police were trying to talk to him. Anyway, uh, he's now uh, facing a charge of misdemeanor battery and uh, God. <laughs> throwing a shoe. Man. Throwing a shoe at a ponytail. I mean, <laughs> just don't, why, why don't, don't do for anything at, stupid, at, at, man. Domestic violence. This guy cannot get in trouble because if he does, if he gets in real big trouble, I mean, he's gone for good. Yeah, I mean, listen. We'll never it, hear from him again, if which it had hit her wouldn't the, be the worst thing in the world. If I it guess. had hit her in the head, I think it would probably be a bigger story. Sure. You know? Could have hit her in the eye. Could have knocked her eye out of her. Could right. have broken her nose. Yeah, I, I didn't. I shouldn't have tried to downplay that. It just no, in, in the in like initial reaction, you hear shoe at face, like ah. Eh, but I guess it depends on. Well, I mean, he's a he's a strong man. Technically, it was, he can throw a shoe really hard. I'm sure, and oh, his yeah. shoes are probably massive. Hit those ponytails real hard. Anyway, look uh, if it's if it hit her ponytail, it was clearly going for her face. Yeah, like I said, the dude wasn't a quarterback, so he, it probably was an accident. <laughs> Antonio Clown. There All right. Go. So, uh, speaking of uh, altercations, you hear about this this uh, situation with uh, uh, Terrell Terrell Owens recently no. outside of a CVS. You didn't hear about this? It's ironic that they're both in the news at the same time. That's why, so that's why I put it second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, got in a fight. This was a uh, capture on camera. Uh, TMZ, I guess, has got the video they put out. I've not actually is, seen it. It seems kind of weird. Not sorry to interrupt, but just. From the Terrell Owens we've seen outside of the media, he seems like he's a pretty calm and mellow guy, pretty go with the flow guy. He's a lot more likable now that he's not a player. Yeah, and and I think yeah, he played up the cam- up to the cameras when he was in football, but now that he's just a normal guy, I mean, he seems just like he actually seems like a decent person. So it's he must have been. I don't. I, I guess. Well, it, it seems like he. I'm. He might have been provoked. Well, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So uh, he he told the Associated Press that he acted in self defense. This, by the way, this happened outside of a CVS uh, in in California. Uh, he said a guy quote made offensive gestures and threatening statements to him and a fan who approached Owens. Um, he said the guy approached him and the fan uh, in the store and then tried to. He said, uh, in an attempt to de-escalate the situation, Owens walked outside, guy followed, uh, and then the quote was, which I, I like his, uh, his cop speak here, he says, the aggressor continued threatening the fan, <laughs> just as he did in the store. Uh, Once again, attempting to defuse the ongoing situation, I placed myself between the fan and the aggressor. I made verbal demands asking the aggressor to stop his threatening behavior. Mm. And he says the guy swung, so he uh, went on to say, I felt obligated to prevent the aggressor from becoming more violent. I punched him in the face, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it, cameras can prove otherwise, but at this point, it sounds like dude got what he deserved. So yeah, I, I mean, I, if that's I see a legit story. Wrong, yeah, I see nothing wrong with this. And I've got no reason to believe Owens. that it wasn't. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, why, why would he have any reason to go fight some random guy exactly. in a CVS in California? Nah, that's stupid. Uh, it's unclear, though, why, why the police clown? Were... <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, it's unclear why they were called to the scene over the weekend, um, and they haven't responded to, to comments from the Associated Press about this yet, but yeah, I guess don't don't harass Terrell Owens, he'll punch you. Not Seems to, like a fair fair thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean that can, you can go along with anyone on that. Don't yeah. mess with us. We'll punch you in the face. That's right. Watch yourself. Speaking of harassing people. Oh good. We're continuing with this. <laughs> it's All right, theme, let's, man. It's three for theme. three. Let's go. Today. Let's Deshaun go. Watson back oh, in the God. media yeah. because he actually uh, well he was there was a lot of speculation he was going to talk yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um Speaking for him instead yesterday, Watson's teammates, a lot of guys praising him, his talent. Uh, they say there's a lot of buzz there in Cleveland with, a, with him back. They're happy to have him in the locker room. Um, running back Nick Chubb said, we're all excited. Which, 
what do you expect him to say? Head coach Steph, uh, Kevin Stefanski. Deshaun's been here for five weeks, been around his teammates, been out of practice, been in walkthroughs. So uh, I've said it to you guys before, if, you know you know this, but this is about us versus Texans is really the focus. Considerably more reserved, you could say. Yes. I I, I mean, even yesterday he was. When they asked they asked him if they've expected Deshaun to have any rust. He's like, well, I can't be the one to say that. Right. I don't know. Maybe you, you got to go ask so and so. Yeah, yeah. That like, question. <laughs> um, very vague. This uh, on Sunday when when they they go to the te- to to Houston to play the Texans, it'll mark 700 days exactly. It's crazy since Watson it's a played long his last game. Time um, up until uh, as of yesterday, still hadn't spoken publicly since the suspension was announced. Um, you know, he'd been sitting in on team meetings, working out team training facilities. I think since like mid October. Um, practicing. Yeah, I think he said five weeks. He's been back for five weeks now, at least with the team. Uh, Chubb called him special, and uh, you know, so a lot of. I, I mean, g- I guess there's a lot of hype there. Track record shows that yes, he this is a legit NFL quarterback. However, like you said, I mean, look, we go four days from this place and we get a little discombobulated. You try and go 700 days without without playing an NFL, a real NFL football game. I think this could be interesting. This could be an interesting matchup. Probably going to take its toll. He's going. That. I feel like he should and probably will be a little rusty. And Texans need to take care, take advantage of that. You know who did Same talk today? Fans. Who? Deshaun Watson. First off, I just want to say I'm excited to be back. Uh, I'm excited to be back around my teammates. I also want to thank the Browns organization, the ownership, uh, my teammates in their locker room, all the coaching staff for all the support that they had for me, uh, especially my time away. I also want to thank all my trainers, all my personal trainers outside when I was going away who uh, helped me stay in shape, you know, grind to put in the work so I'm prepared when I come back. Uh, Thank also T3 performance trainers uh, who was out there throwing with me uh, with my time away. I also want to thank all the Cleveland fans in the city of Cleveland for, you know, embracing me, but also uh, helping me adapt to the community. Um, It's been awesome. It's been great, you know, being out, going to dinner and social places, being able to hang out with some some of the fans and interact with them. Um, And I also just want to thank just everyone that's, you know, been sending out some uh, positive uh, energy towards my way. But uh, I understand that you guys have, uh, you know, a lot of questions. Uh, but with my legal team and my clinical team, um, there's only football questions that I can really address at this time. All right, so I'm sorry. His voice makes me want to punch things. Yeah. Like, hard. Yeah. Especially I, in an I, airy I, room I can't like listen that. to him without getting mad because he just sounds so robotic at this point. He's he's being coached up behind the scenes exactly what to say, how to say it, and how to and, and move on. Yeah. That's it. Well, did he take we? I asked you during the the cup. Did he take questions after that? He took a few questions, okay. but but again, they were only football related, as you said, only as you heard him say. My that. legal team says so, which is one of the frustrating things because I mean, people want answers. They they they, they want they want to ask the, the questions. They want answers to the questions that everyone has. Yeah. Um. I mean, and he should be able to talk about this now. He's not in court anymore, right? No. He's no, not going no, no. to court anymore. That's correct. He had he's just saying his legal team is telling him not to say these things. But look, guy, you're not uh, you're not under any investigation anymore. Everything's been settled. Everyone's going to probably have to start moving on at some point. Right. I mean, the, the women won't, and I sure hope they don't. But, yeah, you're allowed to talk about this. We should – you should – be, you should talk about this. We want answers here. To, this to, is ridiculous. To play the devil's advocate, uh, allowed but not required.
to talk about this. Is that what he said? No, that's oh, okay. that's just. I mean, that's that's the way it is. The, the league only requires that a player be available to the media, sure. but not that they answer every question asked of them. So you know, well, if he keeps winning, he's gonna have to go in front of the media every single day. Yeah, nobody's gonna let it drop. No, uh, just, and they're you know, going to bring this up. So he may as well just get it all out, mm-hmm. get it out of the way. Let's move on because. I mean, not move on per se in that way, but just move on with the fact that we don't have they don't have to answer any ask any more questions. Just start speaking the truth, man. We know you're lying. Well, like, yeah, it's so obvious. Yeah, coming from someone who used to lie profusely all the time when I was a kid, <laughs> I understand. Like, it's so obvious with the way he speaks and his mannerisms and and how he words things. Like, it's just ah, it's it's so frustrating to listen to him speak. As you can tell, we'll get I'm, used I'm to little, it. I'm a little flustered get at the moment. Get used to it. We're gonna we're gonna hear more from him. Great. Um, yeah. I mean, it'll be nice sooner or later when this all dies down. You don't have to talk about him all the time, but for now, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, that's not the last you'll hear of him. No, I know. Uh, so going there to Houston, play the Texans this weekend. Uh, Levy Smith says he's uh, pretty aware of the of the uh, the challenges that he's facing against the Browns. They got a pretty stacked defense. Uh, you know, a lot of the talk has been around Deshaun Watson, but mm-hmm. Smith's talking a lot about the cornerbacks and the safeties uh, and uh, whether or not they're going to make or break Houston chance at earning just a second win of the season. <laughs> Which, sorry to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> because they're so bad. It just Listen, it's worth laughing at. Man, that's... Uh... It's, it's hard to be a Houston fan. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, because the only, the only real bright spot, as as we've... I mean, the only real bright spot you've had to talk about at all about this team has been Damian Pierce. Yep. Right? Yep. And the ground and pound offense really hadn't been able to get off the ground in recent weeks. Uh, his production has gone down a little bit. So, you know, you got to think the Texans' ability to throw the ball effectively is going to be crucial to the chances of success mm-hmm. in this game on Sunday. Uh, Kyle Allen, I guess you could argue, looked competent on Sunday. Ish. But I mean, it's listen, for, it's his first game in a while too. So the the bar was not set high. No, with uh, it was not. My my buddy Davis over there in Houston. Was Look, not, if Mike not set Mike high. White can do it with the Jets, why can't Kyle Allen do it with the Texans? Well, I definitely, albeit Tech, I, Jets have a much more. It's weird to say this because I thought they'd be the worst team in the league this year, but they actually have a pretty decent roster. Yeah, and oddly enough, the Texans are. For certain reasons, the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. But for many more, the Denver Broncos are the worst team in the league, which I know you just I'm grateful, relish. man. I'm, 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 I'm not upset <laughs> So amid this, this, <laughs> at all. This horrible season for the Texans, not a lot of anything positive to talk about all year long. Yeah. Kevin Stefanski, on the other side, uh, found plenty of nice things to say about Houston. Well, you watch them on tape. A lot of things jump out. Uh, number 31, their running back, I think is outstanding. He is a load to bring down. You see him running away from people, breaking tackles. He has speed uh, out there. I think they have multiple receivers that are big play receivers, uh, a tight end that's making plays for them in the past game, big, big offensive tackles. So uh, a unique challenge uh, with our defense on the field. But in particular, I think their running back is outstanding. All right, so I'll give him that because Damian Pierce is outstanding. Of course. Well, who, yeah. what, other, what, is he, what other guys is he looking at? What team is he looking at here? What do you want him to say? Now, this is a trash-ass team yes. going up against him. Yes. If we lose, we're say screwed. It. Say it. What, what are they going to do? Who fire would ever say that? that? Well, You'd be fired immediately. The guy with the backbone might say Man, that. Man, no, no. Because all these guys are friends. All these coaches are friends. Like, well, it's, it's, not like it's he still would be a good per- old boys club. He wouldn't be personally attacking Lovey Smith. In fact, he hyped it's up. It's Lovey Smith's team. He, it would be completely at him. Nah, it's, uh, it's Lovey Smith's team. 
but he you could you could still dog his team without taking yeah, a personal but you shot. Do- at he's it. going to take that personal because it's his team. Well, that's what he he should grow he's a spine the head too, coach, then. and he should be. He is. Words only he, matter to the extent to which you're willing to give them with power. His franchise until he's fired. Yeah. That's all. No big deal. Lovey Smith. Come uh, on, Lovey. No, but he did. He he did. He praised Lovey. You know, he's like, look, we're we're up against a a Lovey Smith led team. You know, so uh, obviously we know that they're uh, going the, the, to the fight. Defense going is going to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they just don't. They're not talented enough. Do you really see the the, the Texans getting a second win of the season? I or? hope so. I'm hoping for some emotional. We sure would be nice. Something inside every single one of those guys says there is no way Deshaun Watson is going to beat us. I know we're bad, but he hasn't played in 700 days. We're going to let him come into our house and win? Yeah, let's hope not. Uh-uh. But we're talking about the Houston Texans right now. Unfortunately. I'm a, I so know. Also, look, also all tens. You never know. Those, those, uh, the, the, uh, the women, some of the women will be yeah. there that, that accused Watson. Six to ten other fans should be a raucous crowd. And, and, and I will argue the other way. That if not a lot of people show up, I think the right people will actually, show up. And if not, if it's there's not a lot of people in there, that echo is very loud. Actually, I, w- I would argue that this will probably be one of the biggest crowds of of the year. I, I really the think it will be. I've been I've been joking around a lot about yeah. you know six guys in the stadium this week, but truth of the matter is, if you're going to go to any any game this year, why not you. go to this one? Thank you. You know, you'd be spending you. money one time yeah. on this game, and it'll be worth it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do expect to see. Uh, I, uh, you, you probably will be able to see the audio, the, the audio of the booze that will be that uh, that thick. The oh, air we'll will hear be it. thick with we'll booze. Hear it. Yeah, we will hear it. And will they broadcast it? I don't know. Because I've been used to seeing Texans games all all year, and and then they stopped. So yeah, we'll see. yeah, yeah. I don't we'll know. We'll see. Uh, coming up here in the bullpen, we got uh, some Cowboys talk injury report out. Uh, we uh, talk a little Thursday uh, Thursday night football. Uh, some sad news out of baseball, as one of the great pitchers of the game is no longer with us. Could tonight actually be a decent matchup to watch on your Amazon Prime Now app? Possible. With Bills, Bills going Patriots. into Foxborough. Yeah, very possible. It'll be fun. I think uh, it will be. And we'll coming up. We'll also get into a little uh, big game for the uh, Texas Longhorns men's basketball team tonight at Movie Center. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven gets the shout. This is the bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the bullpen. Brandon, Patrick with you. 512-834-1027 if you want to call and talk about anything. Opinions are welcome. Yeah. 834-1027. That's what they say. Opinions are welcome. It's especially ours. You have to listen to ours. But if you'd like to give your own, we'll forcefully listen to yours. Yeah, you're kind of a captive audience. Yeah. So bring it. <laughs> So uh, anyway, <laughs> did you? Uh, I was looking here. Uh, you know, we've been talking kind of about the what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, and you know, is he going to be back next year? Mm-hmm. And uh, does he even care anymore? Eight years, three hundred mil. I think is uh, just right on that borderline of disrespect and, and not and a fairly fair deal. Aaron Rodgers? Oh, I'm sorry. You're thinking yeah, Aaron I'm Judge? Yeah, I'm thinking Aaron Judge. Man, I got Aaron Judge on my brain. We'll there. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, bring it. Yeah, no, no. I, I <laughs> Green Bay Packers, right? Right. Okay, um, there, I'm with you. So, you know, he was talking about how, well, you know, I have no plans to not play this season. Now he's decided that if they're out of playoff contention, he will, he'll understand if there's a chat about benching him for the season. Spoiler Sitting him for the season. They Sounds are to me like that's out what of he, playoff contention. Well, I mean, they're 4-8. and eight, They might as well be. Come on. The best they can do is what, 9-8? and eight? 
Let's still, it's still I'm not is that doable in possibility. That, is, is that doable with a team that's already won nine games in that division? No, I mean probably and the entire not. NFC East probably is in the not. playoffs. Uh, give you know, give it the uh, yeah. give it give it the here. They'll lose once more, and that'll be it. You'll, you'll, that's I, it. I, yeah, I, I, well, one I mean, more loss and they're done. I, well, I just I mean I mean they are, but I mean Rodgers too. I think give it one more loss, you'll see him. They're going to sit him for the season. They should sit him now. There's no reason. Let Love play. That's why you drafted this guy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's, you know, he, Love, had, you Love had to had a, hadn't had a whole lot of playing time. That's you know? okay. Who cares? Hadn't had much of a, a He a needs experience. I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that uh, that it would be a good thing. Um, you know, I mean, he he looked fairly good. Showed some promise in relief of Rodgers on Sunday after Rodgers went out with the with the injury. So. I didn't see that, but yeah, that's all I keep hearing. But I also heard in the preseason he wasn't very good. So yeah, so Rodgers is also the preseason. Rodgers so. still hasn't said if he's going to play next year. But you know, like we talked about yesterday, he's got I think it's like sixty million bucks and and fully guaranteed sure. money waiting for him next year. Yeah, um, look, be the backup. Screw it. It's 60 You're mil. still going to make 60 mil. And you're still a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Nothing you do is going to change that. Yeah, your MVPs will still be there. Your Super Bowl championship will still be there. Your player of the year, whatever whatever else awards you've won, they'll all still be there. Yeah. Yep. And you'll still be making 60 million to watch someone else do all the work. I mean, oh darn. How much hard how hard could it be? And then you'll go retire and, you know, you'll you'll live the life that Yeah, you know, just guys like Brandon and me will never even sniff, <laughs> maybe one day. Really, you expect one. to make sixty mil in radio? No, I, 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 no, I, no, 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 not radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to go wherever you're going. If that's the case, I'll I'll call you when I get there. Give, give me that <laughs> eight figure contract. Yeah. Um. So you remember years ago? I know this was it was it was a long time ago. Um. But uh, well, actually, years ago is a long time. I think ago. It was before your. Was time, it on a probably. Wednesday? Was it before your time when the Jets played at Shea Stadium? Uh, I don't know. Probably. 86 was okay, when, so was was when I was your time they invited into this earth. There's a, a, a forcefully New York lawmaker. He's filed a bill to try to get the uh, the Jets moved back to Queens. Yeah, good luck with that guy. You're going to have to build like a $5 billion stadium to do that. Well, his vision includes a stadium with capacity of oh up about 80,000 people and a casino nearby to further bolster revenue. What is this, Yellowstone? <laughs> he's uh he points to the team's 20-year history there at, at Shea uh, and, you know, says, to me, it pains me to see, you know, teams like this. Kind of reminds me of the Giants when they left and went out to L.A. Mm-hmm. Or um, when Raiders went from Oakland to L.A. to o- L.A. to Oakland to Oakland to L.A. to L.A. to Oakland right. to Vegas. This guy's apparently like a big uh, supporter of, of uh, Mets owner Steve Cohen. So it sounds to me like he's just a homer for that part of New York. He just—he's trying to get some love from his friend. This is there, there's no traction to this. There's, there's no way they're leaving. Yeah, especially after they built the Meadowlands. Like, no way. Right. They'll just revamp that if anything. And on the topic of the Jets, have you heard much lately about Zach Wilson? Uh, not since he didn't hold him himself accountable. He's yeah. basically disappeared from anything I've seen. Uh, uh head coach Robert Sale says that uh, he's uh, right now. I guess Wilson's running the scout team in practice. Um, not yeah, oh not delving into specifics, but says uh, he Wilson, got in big trouble for that. He says Wilson's trying to do whatever he can to improve in the wake of his demotion. I think it got his attention. You that, bet. Uh, you know, you think you gotta you, you can't act. You're like not you, just a kid anymore. Yeah, you're not yeah. 16 years old mm-hmm. at whatever high school. You no, you no college, through. no high school coach is gonna pamper you. This is the NFL. You're good or you're not. 
you're in or you're out. And uh, so it sounds like, I mean, I guess by all accounts, Mike White's going to get the start again. As uh, he should. The Vikings on Sunday. He, look, he apparently he looked fine. He had great numbers. Yeah. I didn't get to see the game, but he had 315 and three touchdowns. I mean, let's see Zach Wilson do that. Yeah, once. <laughs> once. Just do exactly. It. Just do it for us. And then, uh, you know, and, and then I, I, I imagine him having a game like that. And then at the press conference, he takes full credit for all of it. Of course. I did. He everything. would. Yeah, I did, I did it yeah, all. Yeah, maybe I'm the reason. This is me. But then he, we're uh, the reason why we're winning. He throws six yards and four interceptions. He's like, ah, oh, well, that wasn't my fault. That was my, my, my team. So I, I don't blame me. He I, has I lost that city. He has lost that locker room. I would, period. Think, I would think so. Look, there were plenty of red flags to begin with from this guy. I mean, he came out of nowhere. He had one good year. Yeah. He had a lot of attitude. He had a lot of swagger at BYU. At BYU I'm sorry. Not the most swaggerist of places. You don't think let so? Let me tell you. Oh, no, I, I I know Warner's some people. I, I have some friends who went there. They would they would also say the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. you and look, we all heard about it before they drafted him that this guy had an attitude problem. This guy was egotistical and very all about himself. No accountability for himself. Clearly, that proved to be the case. And here we go. Here we are. Look, he was good. He was on the right track. They were winning. He blew it. He well, deserves. About, he he does not deserve to. I mean, look. Okay, yeah, he deserves to get back if he can. But, sure, but not especially now. if Mike White isn't actually who he says he is, and they just didn't have a lot. Leather team didn't have a lot to scout on this guy. Fair so enough. fair enough. We'll see. I, I definitely uh, would hope that he takes a, a a very hard look at where he finds himself right now. Well, when you're a he kid, needs some humble pie. When you're a kid with that kind of talent. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, then talent's there. Then it shouldn't go to waste just That's because obvious. you you don't know how to be an adult. You know, don't waste it. Welcome to adulthood, kid. Mm-hmm. You're getting you got a crash course. Sorry, but you wanted this. You wanted this smoke. You wanted this noise, That's right? And you got it, and you can't handle it. So I, I, I don't. I don't know. I just don't see him continuing on in New York. You wouldn't. I, unless Mike White plays himself out of it. Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to get traded or released. I don't think he'll get released, but he'll definitely get traded. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, uh, Zach Wilson's lost the locker room, and a lot of speculation Russell Wilson has mm-hmm. lost the, the locker room. Now, Nathaniel Hackett, you ask him, he'll say no. That's that. He says, to me, it's all gossip. That's because he lost the locker room, too. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, you know it's like, well, I mean, come on, man. Like, you guys what are peas in a pod right now. Yeah, like you two are attached at the hip. Until you're fired after this season, yeah, and they're going to have to try again, rebuild around a guy no one likes. Yeah, what yeah. a predicament, Denver. Uh, and and for you, Wilson has justifiably been the flashpoint of criticism. Of course, since week one against your guys, when uh, he he actually didn't look that bad. He still looked fairly Russell Wilsony. Well, you know, you, first you can give him a pass. Well, it's the first sure. game of the season. Yeah, yeah. but but then well, it then continued. What? It got worse. It got it got progressively worse. Yeah. So I mean I don't know what the hell is going on. And then you got the birthday party thing, you hear about that. Yeah. Like and then you got uh Emmanuel Acho yesterday talking about like it's obviously you can see it in the players that he's already lost the locker room took five weeks, probably six weeks. I would feel like it would be abundantly clear to a Fairweather fan at this point. Yeah. Who has a pair of working eyeballs. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, a, it's very clear. Well, the the thing that Acho Acho said was am I saying that right? Manuel Acho? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was, you know, you got like a fifth string defensive lineman in the face of your your top quarterback, your two hundred and forty, two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback yelling at him. Yeah. Like that doesn't normally happen, especially if you have the locker room 
you know, established. And Wilson was like, oh, well. And this is a guy who was in San Francisco last season. So they know, they know each other. They played against each other. You're he talking knows, about Mike Purcell? Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot the name. Yeah, well, and, and Purcell, uh, Wilson was like, ah, well, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, clearly. Purcell brushed it off as just frustration. Uh, nah, man, you, you keep that to yourself. No, that, the, you, you, it was you, you clearly frustration. Know, you never let anyone outside the family know what you're thinking, to quote Vito Corleone. Well, you save it for the locker room. When it's that bad. Well, when I, you don't like the guy, you're not going to well, that, That's what I'm back. saying. If, yeah. if you've... Like if it's just frustration, yeah, you'll you'll keep it under wraps until right. it's just you exactly. and Russ, yeah. and then you'll lay into him. Yeah, exactly. But if you if 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 you the quarterback have, have if you're getting screamed out on the sidelines, well then, uh, you know you've lost you've lost your guys. Definitely. So uh, it's a shame. Look, I, I yeah, you know, the main reason I follow this guy for ten years, man. Like, well, the main reason I pull these stories out is because I, I just I know it brings a smile to your face to see him. <laughs> The only thing that brings a smile to my face is the fact that we they we the Seahawks have their number three their a top three draft pick right now because of them. I don't wish harm on Russell Wilson as a human. I actually feel really bad if if half the team or whatever showed up to his birthday party. Like that sucks. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> you're not doing anything to help make this any better, no. right? Like it's 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 clear as day now that Pete Carroll was the ultimate shield from the rest of the Seahawks in that locker room. Because it's clear that they didn't like him either. Seems to be the case. But he was winning, and he was playing well. So they, you know, the shield probably wasn't that big. It was just Pete Carroll being like, guys, chill. Look, we're winning. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just keep doing what we're doing here. Hackett didn't know that. Hackett got, a, like, got punched in the face with it, and he didn't know how to react. He's a first-year uh, first coach. He wasn't expecting this. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he should have given Pete Carroll a call and be like, "Hey, what should I expect with this guy?" Yeah, do your due diligence. You would think he did, but it's it seems very clear that he didn't. I don't know. Maybe he did and did just still didn't know how to handle it. But it's bad. Well, I'm sorry, Denver fans. Actually, I'm not. But it's bad. Yeah, it's a nice town. I've, I've never been to. I've never been to Denver. It's oh, you haven't. Oh, it's it's a it's a nice town. I like Denver. One day, one day. Uh, I've just never been a Broncos guy because I was never an Elway guy, and to me, he he, he just. I don't know. They've been a they've been a, a target for the Seahawks for years when yeah. they were back in the AFC with them. Like that that was that was we are the Bronco Busters. That was the shirts we wore every Sunday when we played Denver. It was it was fun. It was it was part of the tradition. Mm-hmm. But so I have that in, entwined in me. The hate is entwined, especially with the Raiders, which is why I did not like what happened last week. Feel the hate, my Anyway, friends. we can move Just on. Let from, it flow through you. From my disdain. Show me your inner Palpatine. <laughs> Give me a double-edged lightsaber, baby. Let's go. You and me, Darth Maul. Let's go. Hell yeah. All right. Some spikes, some horns. A double. Anyway. Yeah, man. That's so. Uh, on those, a little more news here. Uh, Cowboys, Colts coming. What up. a transition that was. Hey, sometimes you just got to love go it. Sometimes you got to leap cold. God bless our listeners for still hanging on. Injury report for Week 13 out. Colts, Cowboys, and we know a little bit about uh, what's going on on the Cowboys squad with their injuries. Trayvon Diggs. Michael Gallup, both out with an illness still. Flu bug. Have you figured, is, is it the flu? Because all, all they really, t- it's just it's called it the virus. I mean, you would assume it's the flu. I don't know. But they're, they're, they're going to be vague on it because they can now. Now that the COVID protocols are gone, they can be as vague as they want. 
Mike McCarthy was was uh, asked about these illness situations. Yeah, those two those two guys were will not be back. They they, have, they both have something different. So, but you know, we're working with both those guys virtually. I don't have anything finalized, but we have we've had a couple guys a little bit under the weather. So as of right now, uh, no one else has been added to that list of not not being able to participate in practice yet. Yeah, you had uh, Anthony Barr, Jerron Curse, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. They were all limited in practice, but. Uh, we, we say I mean, we're, we're late into the season. A lot of these, it's just, usually that's just a little bit of rest for these guys. But you got to make up an excuse. You say Diggs and Gallup have different illnesses. Yeah, some different. So you they each have some different. So one could have COVID. I got but COVID, they have, but they don't have to tell you now. That's right. That's right. Because because protocols. The fear is gone. Yeah, the fear. The fear is. Did you see what the how favored the, the Cowboys are against the Colts? Uh, 13? Well, almost 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was somewhere around there. Uh, that's, that's pretty high considering that, uh, I mean, Indianapolis has only gotten the highest they've gotten against any other team all year, six and a half points. And yeah. that was against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder. It's like, what are the odds makers saying here that you're, you're giving, you're giving Indianapolis almost twice the points against Dallas as you would against Philly with the way they've been playing. I, it almost feels like they're looking at this as a coaching matchup because you're going up Mike McCarthy up against Jeff Saturday, who clearly seems a bit a, still a bit over uh, a little bit over his head on this, you know, in this new role of his of being an NFL head coach after just being a a broadcaster on ESPN. Like that was a that was a big. Or actually, he was sorry. He was coaching his son's high school t- football or. Intermural football team or something right. like that, and then go straight to the bigs. Like, yeah, this is this this was a stupid experiment, and it's it's the cracks were shown last week. Now the Cowboys got to take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. So that's why that's why I think it's so big. I think it's an overwhelming matchup of coaches, and I think Mike McCarthy should come out. I think. If 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 we're just looking at it on paper, yeah, the Cowboys should win this game pretty easily because the the Colts aren't that good. No, the Colts are not that good. And you make them one dimensional by stopping Matt Ryan. I mean, who's it, who they got in their run game that's going to run all over these guys? Jonathan Jonathan Taylor's good, but if you make them one dimensional, I mean, and you hone in on the run game and try and make Matt Ryan beat you, I don't think he's going to. I think this defense is too good. I think you're right. I don't think Cowboys have much to be afraid of, afraid of at all. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So what about this uh, game tonight? Bills at Foxborough against Patriots. Yeah, I mean, who do you like in should that be week? fun. I, 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 it's hard to keep going against the Bills, even though they haven't shown much lately. I just I think it's, they're a better team than the Patriots are. History is not on the Bills' side. Well, history had a different quarterback. I agree. And do you, and do you know how many times Tom Brady lost to the Bills in his, uh, what, nearly 20 years with the Patriots? Uh, Twice? Nope. Once? Nope. None. Yep. Zero. Yep. Okay. Oh wait, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, that was at home. I mean, oh. I meant to say, I meant to say at Foxborough. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Okay. At, so at, zero. Seventeen. Zero losses at yeah. Foxborough. Yeah. Seventeen. All and seventeen. That's what I meant. Yeah. All oh, seventeen crazy. games at Foxborough. Uh, but again, we're talking about Tom Brady, who's long gone. We're talking about a much younger, more inexperienced quarterback. Of the 38 times that the Bills and Patriots played while Brady was the the, the Patriots quarterback, they only the Bills only won four times. Ouch. Total. Ouch. So, and, and all of those were in Buffalo. Yeah. So, well, different teams now. Very different teams. Very, you got very the 8 different. and 3 Bills, 6 and 5 Patriots. Um, Josh Allen, you know, not, little, been not a little quite inconsistent on the early this season year. MVP track. Yeah. But, you know, he got back on track last week. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's completed nearly 67% of his passes. You know, he got hurt. He just had, he had to dust a little rust off there yeah. from, after getting hurt, dust off some cobwebs. Only thrown one INT. Uh, Bills don't have a, a big margin for error here, though, uh, you know, thanks to the, the Miami the Dolphins. Dolphins. And, they, I mean, Bills already lost to the Dolphins, so they got the edge on them. They got the tiebreaker. So you got a... Uh, you got a, a. You're taking the bills tonight. You got a. You got a. I think prediction? so. Yeah. I. 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 I maybe like six, twenty to thirteen, something like that. I think it's probably it could be close, but I think you, the bills will take it. Be a, a low scoring affair. Bills, the bills need to. The bills cannot. You said it. They have no margin for error at this point. Not with the way the they Miami's gotta, been playing. They they cannot lose until they play Miami. Right. Just in case. They can't lose then either. Well, exactly. Well, that yeah, exactly. It, but but to, to hold on to that top spot, you can't lose until you play them. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick oh, around. We're going to uh, be trying real hard. We got some more coming up here on the way. We're going to hop into a little uh, Longhorns basketball as they uh, host Creighton tonight at the Moody Center. Also, uh, one of the greats to ever throw a ball from the mound has died, Mr. Spitball himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into that as well a little bit more also coming up. 512-834-1027. We'll be right back. The Bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the bullpen. Final segment here on this Thursday afternoon, Friday Eve. Patrick and Brandon with you, 512-834-1027. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. All we'll right, see, see you. <laughs> uh, sad news out of baseball today. We've yeah. lost a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Two-time did. Cy Young Award winner Gaylord Perry, master of the spitball. Even wrote a book about that pitch. <laughs> uh, died early this morning at age 84. Uh, Real shame, bad. man. He was, uh, died at his home as they, uh, they say... Um, Natural causes is what they're okay. saying at his home in uh, Gaffney, South Carolina, about 5 o'clock this morning. Uh, dude made history as the first player to win a Cy Young in both leagues. Uh, he did it with Cleveland in 72 and San Diego in 78. He did it in San Diego in 78 after he turned 40. That's crazy. So, yeah, he pitched a long yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, he went in his debut season with Cleveland. After 10 years with the Giants, he went 24 and 16 in that debut season. 24 and 16. He yeah. had three 21 seasons. No team is going to let you go past like uh, 30 starts at this point. So that's pretty crazy. I feel like no teams, no team wants your starters to go past like six innings. Anyway. Yeah. They pulled Kershaw this year when he had a perfect game in like the seventh and he only had like 80 pitches. I remember once upon a time, remember Eric Bedard? Remember that? Yeah. Name? He restricted himself at 100 pitches. And it's funny because back then, and that wasn't that long ago, that was like 2011, 2012 or something like that, we all jarred him for it. We all we all hated it. Like, oh, you're so weak. You know, 100 pitches, that's it. Keep going. Like, how are you going to stop yourself now? But now, even nowadays, 100 pitches is almost everyone's limit. It's I, very rare you see anyone go past 100 pitches anymore. If you get, uh, I mean, you can almost see the fear rising in managers from the bullpen. You can almost, it's almost... Oh, okay, he's, he's 92, 93. Oh, yeah. we need, and you know. And you throw 20 pitches in one inning, you're getting nervous. Yeah. You, you think, all right, this guy's not going to last five innings now. Yeah, you look at workhorses like Nolan Ryan, you know, Man. who would just laugh their ass off, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if they were told, <laughs> listen, you've thrown 75 pitches. I, we need to rest your arm. You kidding me? <laughs> Watch that guy throw pitches with blood streaming yeah. down his face. Well, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Perry went 314 and 255 on his career as that a pitcher. That's a lot of starts. 3,554 strikeouts. Dude loved to doctor the baseball. So he wrote this autobiography called uh, Me and the Spitter. <laughs> I like it. 
Uh, in it, he talked about being the 11th man uh, when, he, uh, when he started back in 1962. He talked about being the 11th man in an 11th man rotation. So he needed to find any sort of... See? 11-man rotation? I know. Isn't that what? crazy? Like you get a start every month. You get one start a month. Well, it I, like. I, I, yeah, I, I don't... Yeah. That's it's, weird. It, it's really hard for me to wrap my brain around how that works, yeah. honestly, because uh, it's not you really You've got to think that rotation has to involve bullpen guys. So he... Uh, he used the spitball. He learned it from uh, Bob Shaw when he was with the San Francisco. That's a name. Learned the spitball. Uh, used it first in 1964. He went 10 innings uh, against the Mets the first time he did it. Didn't give up a run. Uh, and soon after that, entered the, uh, the starting rotation. So, uh, see, that's where I get a little confused. He mentions this, the starting rotation in his book, but it's 11-man. You can't think that all 11 would be starters. I, Clearly I, they weren't. Yeah, it sounds to me like... That just that's just the pitching staff as a whole. Yeah, the eleventh the eleventh man must, uh, must be in in the in the pitching. Maybe that's what line. you meant. Pitching and staff. Not, not and saying there's the a, word they don't have eleven yeah. starters in a rotation. Yeah. No, so I'm assuming he would be the number six starter technically. Yeah. He also he'd uh, chew slippery elm bark so we could really work up the spit. How and he did that. that? It's a slippery elm bark. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, thanks. Uh, and I guess in, like, <laughs> in 1968, the MLB ruled that pitchers could no longer put their hand to their mouths, so we had to look for other sure other uh, things. And uh, that's when he turned to things like petroleum jelly. What's that on your chest? Crisco, Bardol, Vagisil. <laughs> Any one of them will give you another two to three inches drop on your curveball. Of course, if the umps are watching me close, I just rub a little jalapeno inside my nose, get it running, and if I need to load the ball up a little, just wipe my nose. <laughs> you put snot on the ball? I haven't got an arm like yours. I got to put anything on it I can find. One of the greatest baseball movies movie. of all time. God, I love that movie so much. Uh, Major League <laughs> I, Tops, I, 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 it argues, or rivals, I should say, um, Field of Dreams. And Bull Durham, those are my top my top three faves, and and uh, and they're all so different yeah. in their own way. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, we'll miss Gaylord Perry, eighty four yes, years old. Uh, certainly one of the former greatest. Mariner. Certainly one of the greats. Believe you through one of the first uh, no hitters in Mariners history. Yeah, yeah, so, long time. Ago. And uh, I think it was like nineteen seventy eight or something. Like in that. fact, uh, he the only game he was ever ejected uh, for doctoring a ball was when he played for Seattle. Amen, brother. So there you go. Yep, Just that's one more that's how there. we do it up in Seattle. Yeah, one <laughs> we get not, ourselves ejected. We're notch on the belt there. Yeah, for, uh, we're for, cheaters. For Seattle. Yeah. Um, hey, rude. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, um, no, no. What? I was just gonna say it. I was just gonna. I was gonna make a Seattle Supersonics. Do it. I was just gonna do say, it. I was, See, mark the tape, Isaac. He, you was just about to do say something bad about my song. Actually, I wasn't. You cut me off. I was just. All, all, I was, all I was just about to say was Seattle Supersonics, just to see where you would take you. And I barely even had to. See, you already jumped on that one. You got. You're so sensitive. Because I missed that. I know. I get it. I get it. I listen. I you was get a, it. Yeah. You constantly bring it up. All right. I'm just saying. I'd like to see the way your face lights up. Thank you. Uh, speaking of your Mariners, by the way, they signed a, um, they got themselves a, a reliever bolstering their bullpen, which statistically was one of the greatest bullpens of anywhere last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who did we get? Trevor Gott. Yeah, one year contract, one point two million bucks. This is a this is definitely a prove it deal because he was not that great last year. Yeah. Last last year he hasn't been that great. I mean, he's got a he's got a five ERA career, and he was just just under. under he, yeah, he was just under that last season. So. You gotta assume this guy would, if he actually makes the squad, would probably just be like slop innings. You know, probably when, it, when the game's well out of reach. Probably and hope he doesn't give up more runs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so on to the hardwood we go now. We're uh, Texas hosting number seven, number two, Texas, I mm-hmm. should say. Hosting number seven, Creighton. Don't say that to the Chris Beard 12, because he don't battle care. Tonight. Chris Beard does not care. Um, in fact, he, he, he weighed in a little bit here on, the, on this big match tonight. Just, I think this early season, <laughs> you know, five, six, seven games in, um, you look at Creighton and, yeah, they – they're as good as advertised. They're as good as the attention that they're getting right now. At this point, I've probably watched everybody in college basketball at least a couple times, and um, obviously watched Creighton a lot more than others because we're about to play against them, but they're extremely talented. I think all championship kind of quality teams have an identity. Creighton definitely has one. Coach McDermott's been doing this for a long time. His teams are explosive offensively. His team's balance uh, is always very noticeable. This isn't a team that comes in with one leading score. It's a team that comes in with... You know, all five starters and double digits and then guys off the bench that can really score as well. They put a lot of pressure on you defensively. Starts in the open court, the transition game, then the half court. They're very challenging with with all the stuff they run, and they're a good rebounding team as well. Defensively, might not be their identity by most, but those of us in basketball, myself included, recognize that they're one of the best defensive teams in college basketball. They got great guard play. They have pieces that can switch. And they obviously have a, a rim protector in their big guy in the middle. So it's uh, going to be a challenging game, quality opponent. I'm happy for our fans. Uh, they get to see a Gonzaga. They get to see a Creighton all before Christmas. So, you know, we take this game with a lot of appreciation. We look forward to the opportunity to compete against who we think is one of the best teams in college basketball. Well, there's no doubt the rank seventh. Ideally, I mean, this is an ideal opportunity for the Longhorns to win. Absolutely. And be the top-ranked basketball team in the nation. Maybe. I mean... Houston has to lose to make that happen. You, yeah. you can't. It's it's rare in well, basketball to, sure. to be jumped from the number two to number one spot without losing. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Things have to happen. Texas is a six and a half point favorite uh, here at the Moody Center tonight. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun game. Creighton is really good. As we mentioned, Texas is number two, and uh, Chris Beard doesn't really care. You no, know, the rankings and all have nothing to do with the locker room, the team, the pulse of the team. I think that stuff's great for fans, and it's great great for the kind of the buildup of the team. It's it's great for attendance at some of the places I've coached before, but really when it gets down to it, you know, I, zero attention is paid for that other than we do bring up to the guys from time to time. You know, the same people that are giving you love now are the same people that weren't giving you love two weeks ago or will not be giving you love here in a couple of weeks if things don't go our way. So it's, it's really the idea that it really is rap poison, you know, at the bar that from Coach Saban. It's... I have no better way to think about it. It, it really is that. Um, but, you know, anything that's great for the game, the fans and all that, you know, we won't shy from it. But I know this, they're not going to give Creighton any points before the game because they're highly ranked and they're not going to spot us a basket at halftime because we're ranked. I mean, it really has nothing to do with the game. So there you go. Uh, your uh, Texas Longhorns hosting Creighton tonight. Uh, Tip-off 6 p.m. Uh, if you uh, get there early yeah. or don't drive there yeah. or drive far away and walk because if, it's going to be a nightmare. If you're uh, just planning on watching it from the uh, friendly confines of your own home, yeah. you can catch it on ESPN tonight. Yes. And, uh, but if you're going, allow yourself some time to get there because downtown is going to be a mess tonight. Yes, it will. And, you're uh, talking people leaving work around 5, 5.30 when the game starts a half hour later. I'm pretty excited, though, for, for this. I, yeah. I'm very excited about that. I I'm typically not really a guy that gets jazzed about college basketball in general. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's one of my favorites. But this this team, I, it's hard not to like. Yeah. I, I mean, gosh. And Chris Beard. Chris Beard makes you want to watch it alone because of how great of a guy he is yeah. and how much he cares, and it shows, and how much he cares for the fans, and it shows. It's just you, you want to support these guys, even if, exactly, even if you're not a fan, because it's just such a likable team. Very much so. Very much so. Also likable team. Right now, this U.S. men's national soccer team. Yeah. Who I... Pulisic. Uh, and he's hurt. Celebrating from the hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got a, I guess he's got a, a, con, a pelvic contusion. Yeah. Uh, he'll, that he'll play. Though. He suffered he'll against play. Uh, the Iranians. Uh, he, he clarified, though, that, uh, well, I, I won't use his term, but he didn't get, he didn't get hit in the beanbag, <laughs> is what he says. It was close. He got hit in the pelvic bone, he, which he says is there to protect the beanbag and did its job. Well, sure. Well, in a way. I guess. He says it hit well, <laughs> is, what he, is what he said. <laughs> but he's remaining pretty confident that no matter uh, who's on the field, if it's not going to be him, he still likes the U.S. chances against uh, the Netherlands. Put my guy J-Mo in. I Jordan Morris, let's go. This know. guy can take care of business. I, I, I mean, th- th- so this, I, this guy, Polisic, he's a... Uh, I guess he's somewhat of a muckety muck with with Chelsea over there across the pond. Sure, I don't know much about him. No, you don't. No. Our uh, our esteemed producer over on the, the news station, uh, Mr. Vandehey, Lord Vandehey, is mm-hmm. a, a big Chelsea fan. Okay, uh, says that. Um, I was wondering because I'd never really heard of that name prior. So clearly not in the MLS. No, yeah, no. He he plays in the big leagues. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, and and that's funny. I I was looking, uh, was watching a video the other day. That somebody was asking a bunch of British, a bunch of England supporters, mm-hmm. you know, which. Which of the starters on the U.S. national team could start for England? And they were like, well, none of them. None of them. None of them. Okay, well, fair enough. Where are you guys right now, though? Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Not in the round of 16? Are they in the round of 16? I don't believe so. I don't know. I don't believe they are. Uh, Just want to say real quick, so sorry to Mexico. That was uh, such a brutal, brutal end of that game. They had it. They were moving on. It was all good. And then they gave up a score... In the last minutes, and now they didn't make it to the round 16, and that is a crying shame. It's one of the most... So sorry, Mexico. And all the times I've watched I really soccer... Am. I feel awful. That was awful. It's, it's I was got, It's got to be a gut punch. Yeah. And all the times I've, I've watched soccer, similarly hockey, uh, I, I always feel like the last minute, 30 seconds... Oh, it's is so ...is the stressful. most dangerous time in any of those Especially games. Especially when you pull your goalie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I am so... If the Kraken keep winning and they make the playoffs... And they end up in an overtime game in the playoffs. I may I may lose my mind because that is so terrifying. Because any any goal can happen that fast. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, very very so happy hockey's in Seattle. Yeah, it's a fantastic sport. Sir. And and don't ever think it's not. It is. Uh, that's about it for us. One last little thing. Um, I I just have to mention this kid. His name is uh, Zach Sims. He plays. Uh, well, he's an eighth grader. And he led an Alabama high school not only to a state championship, but he earned himself the MVP award along the way. Eighth grade. How did an eighth grader get on on a high school football team? Listen, I don't know. I, the uh, I guess their uh, one of their starters went down with an injury. So let's this, pluck this middle schooler, guys. Let's go. <laughs> you talk Weird. about making the best of a situation. Interesting. My God. Yeah. No kidding. That is playing the hand. He'll be on. He'll be on that team right for a while. Watch. Remember the name Zach Sims. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's class of twenty twenty four. Write that down on the wall. Uh, yeah. I'm going to forget it. I already forgot it. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, cool story. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good great. For him. Good for him. Learn more about that. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back tomorrow. Stick around. Paul Feinbaum is up next. Bye. We'll see you.